Capturing Deadly Gases from a Killer Lake. That story and more on H2O Radio's weekly news report. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm Franny Halperin, and it's This Week in Water. Last week, the topic of climate change received more attention on Capitol Hill than it may have ever had, despite not being mentioned in the president's State of the Union address. Progressive Democrats rolled out their Green New Deal resolution, triggering both support and scorn. The proposal sets goals of net zero greenhouse gas emissions, the creation of millions of jobs, investment in infrastructure, healthy food, and clean clean air and water for all in the U.S. Some Republicans called it socialist and zany, and Democratic Party leadership has not yet supported it. According to the New York Times, Nancy Pelosi, Speaker of the House, has no plan to bring the resolution to a vote. While the Green New Deal was being announced, two committees in the House started climate hearings last week. E&E News reports that several Republicans on the Energy and Commerce Committee acknowledged the scientific community's consensus on global warming and humanity's contribution. Republican Greg Walden of Oregon said that both climate change and the need to protect the environment are real, adding that Republicans on that committee are ready, willing, and able to discuss how to balance climate considerations with fostering a strong economy and jobs creation. However, at a hearing in the Natural Resources Committee, the few Republicans who attended used climate change to justify logging, natural gas extraction, and more dams. Sand mining is a massive industry worldwide. It accounts for 85% of all mineral extraction and is also the least regulated and may be among the most corrupt and environmentally destructive operations. Yale Environment 360 reports that China is estimated to have consumed more of it in three years than the U.S. did in the entire 20th century. Sand is used most in making concrete, and it's also used in land reclamation, glass manufacturing, and fracking. Even in places where there are laws or regulations about sand mining, they're routinely flouted. River sand, as opposed to that from the desert or the sea, is most sought because of its shape. But taking it from rivers is the most environmentally destructive practice because it alters river flows, erodes banks, and dries up tributaries. It can also damage wetlands and kill seagrasses and mangroves. While rivers will naturally try to fill in what miners take, about twice as much is removed as can be restored. In the UK, they're mining sand from the ocean floor, raising concerns about damaging seabeds for crabs and starfish. Sand mining is expanding in many developing countries, often involving gangs and criminal organizations. Yale 360 reports that there have been beach battles over sand from Indonesia to Jamaica and adds that, to some extent, sand is a renewable resource, but it must be protected to be sustained. There's a lake in Rwanda that's known as a killer. That's because deep at the bottom of Lake Kivu, there are dissolved gases of carbon dioxide and methane. Water pressure keeps the gases from rising, but earthquakes or volcanic activity could release them, causing devastating explosions. Partly in an effort to avert disasters, some of the gas has been captured to generate electricity. And last week, the government of Rwanda announced that it has signed a deal for a company to bottle the methane. It will be used in industrial applications, transportation, fuel, and cooking gas, which is seen as safer and a more environmentally friendly alternative to charcoal and firewood. A spokesperson for the Rwanda Development Board told an African news outlet that the project will reduce the risk of a gas explosion, provide jobs, and lower natural gas imports. 
the blue and green colors of the ocean may become even bluer and greener by the end of the century, according to scientists. The reason? Climate change. The deeper hues will be caused by the effects of global warming on tiny organisms called phytoplankton, which are at the base of the food chain. They contain chlorophyll, a pigment which absorbs more of the blue part of the light spectrum and reflects the green. Water with more phytoplankton appears greener, and areas without the microorganism like the middle of the ocean, appear bluer. The Weather Channel reports that researchers from MIT predict that as climate change occurs, waters in the subtropics will have fewer nutrients to feed the phytoplankton, making them bluer while waters at the poles will become warmer, bringing more nutrients, making them greener. One of the authors said the shift won't be visible to the naked eye, but they will help scientists track changes in the oceans, changes that could affect the entire food web that phytoplankton support. And finally, speaking of the ocean, sharks are often vilified in the movies as bloodthirsty monsters, but the reality is that shark attacks are extremely rare, and the animals need to be fearful of humans, not the other way around. That's the gist of a proposed law working its way through the Hawaii legislature that would outlaw the intentional killing, capture, or abuse of sharks in state waters. The creatures are hunted to be used in shark fin soup, a delicacy in China. They're also inadvertently killed by illegal nets and through big game fishing adventures, according to The Guardian. While Hawaii already has one of the strongest anti-finning laws in the country, Proponents say more safeguards are needed. A press release by the bill's sponsors says that as apex predators, sharks help to keep the ocean ecosystem in balance. According to Oceana, sharks keep that balance by consuming the weak and the sick, as well as preventing large fish from overeating small fish, which helps to keep algae in check that would otherwise harm coral reefs. The proposed legislation would also expand a ban on killing manta rays. Critics of the bill argue that sharks already have enough protections in the state, but supporters counter that rays and sharks are slow-growing, long-lived animals that reproduce later in life and have fewer offspring than other ocean creatures. There are about 40 different species of sharks in Hawaiian waters, according to the online site Hawaii News Now. And if the new bill passes, tiger sharks to hammerheads will be a lot happier. This Week in Water is sponsored by the American Water Works Association. Explore new trends in technology at ACE19, June 9th through 12th in Denver. Learn more at awwaace.org.